going to read some words that um, Peter's asked me to read. And he's asked me to read from the New King James Version. Um, so the first, there's two readings. The first is from Luke 5. Um, so I'm going to start at verse 16, Luke 5, 16. This may not correspond with what you've got up there. New King James. Right, okay, let's see if it works. So, he himself often withdrew into the wilderness and prayed. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men bought on a bed a man who was paralysed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when they could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up onto the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling into the midst before Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Rise up and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. He said to the man who was paralysed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Immediately, he rose up before them, took up what he'd been lying on and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed and they glorified God and were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. I'm going to read from Mark now as well. Mark 6. And verses 45 onwards. Mark 6. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out. But all they saw, for they, for they all saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them, be of good cheer, it is I, do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled, for they had not understood about the loaves, 
because their heart was hardened. May God bless his word to us and bless Peter as he preaches. Good morning. Good morning. Can I, uh, first of all, thank you for your prayers. I should have been here a fortnight ago, but I wasn't fit then. I don't know if I'm fit now, but uh, um, I was determined to not let the devil have his way. And you'll see why when we come to um, our final portion of God's word to look at. A few weeks ago, it was my sister's birthday. And because she came over and a certain lady over there cooked an incredible meal, a leg of lamb, which is my sister's favourite. And we were all round the table, about a dozen of us or so. And then uh, the lights all went out. And in come Amber with a carrot cake that she'd made. The <coughs> it was fantastic, if you like carrot cake. Yeah, absolutely, <coughs> carrot cake. absolutely beautiful. And uh, then, to my amazement, my son-in-law struck up in tune, that was the miracle bit, um, <laughs> happy birthday to you. But when he finished, when we finished singing happy birthday to you, little Ben, that all of you know, or most of you know, little Ben just shut up and he said, hip hip, hooray, hip hip, hooray, hip hip, a little hooray. And his little face was absolutely beaming. Three cheers, three cheers. I'm hot already. Right. <laughs> I'll better take this out of here, I won't have a problem. Oh, I haven't put it on, have I? Is that alright, Dave? Can you hear now? You shouldn't wait, you should wave to me. Is that alright? Good. All right, I'll turn the volume down. Right, okay. How does the world celebrate? You know, if someone has got promotion in the office, or if, if, if you, you, you won a prize, we, we often, and, and weddings, you know, you have a little bit of bubbly in the glass, and you go, cheers, cheers, cheers. I think in Italy it's chin chin. And in France it's another word. Sunday. Santay, see? I'm very impressed with you. Right, very good. So, but all those three cheers are transient. They don't last. Birthdays come and birthdays go. Promotion comes and promotion is often taken away. Things are transient. They don't last. But I want to bring you this morning with God's help. Three cheers from Jesus. And anything that comes from Jesus lasts forever and ever and ever. And I think that's absolutely wonderful. So I thought, well, I better, you know, there's some bright sparks go to HBC. So I better get the dictionary out. What does it mean uh, to cheer? It means to hearken, to inspire, approval, encourage, to salute with cheers. Three cheers. Hip, hip. Alright, now the first one, uh, as morning, as, found, as far as I want to bring it to you, from Matthew 9, verse 2. Now, um, forgot your name. Nick. Nick, Nick thank you. <laughs> Nick 
to us from Luke's account. Now, can I just say this for all you that are scholars and learning about the Bible? <coughs> God speaks through those four gospel writers in different ways. He's different to me. I'm the I'm looking at a man at that, Gary. Gary stood here, he wouldn't be so excited as me. So we're all different, you see. But God uses personality. And that's a wonderful thing about the Lord Jesus. So now in Matthew chapter 9, verse 2, we read these words. And behold, they brought him a paralytic, lying on the bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are all forgiven you. What a glorious reason to have a good cheer. Son, be of good cheer. Uh, your sins are all uh, forgiven you. So the first cheer is God's pardon. God's pardon. What do we know about this man? He was, he was paralyzed. He was a paralytic. He was unable to walk. And he heard that Jesus was coming that way. He heard that Jesus had done incredible miracles. Many had been healed. Many blind had been made to see. Many deaf had been made to hear. And, and so on. And he heard that Jesus was coming that way. But he had a problem. He couldn't get to Jesus on his own. He had four friends. Isn't that lovely when you have friends? These four men, they also heard that Jesus was coming that way. They also heard and knew this man that he was unable to get to Jesus on his own. And so they took him. They took him on his bed. Well, I reckon a bed has four corners, so there'd be one man at each corner. We can use sanctifying imagination as one. It's very important. The detail here is incredible. So they bring this man, but they're carrying this man, and they must have wondered, will it be in vain? Will Jesus heal this man? Will we really get him to Jesus? Is Jesus really the answer for this man's illness? But they still brought him. They wanted to get him to Jesus and they get to the house where Jesus was and they're absolutely amazed. Wouldn't it be incredible as one if you came in later on this morning and this place was absolutely packed? Well it was absolutely packed. The crowd was so big. What did they do? They stopped and they looked up. And they saw a roof and they saw tiles, it could have been reeds, could have been slates or whatever. And the effort these men put in to bring this man to Jesus is incredible. They get to the top of the roof, they remove the lattice and the tiles, etc. But listen to this, I love it. They drop this man right in front of Jesus. I think that's absolutely incredible. They brought this man uh, to Jesus. And when Jesus saw this man, he said, Sam, be of good cheer. Your sins are all forgiven you. You see, this is an incredible story. He saw the faith 
and the friends that brought him, but he healed the man. He forgave the sin of the man. Son, be of good cheer. Not only is it a good idea when you're reading God's Word to go to all the four Gospels when you're in the New Testament, but it's a good idea to look at all versions. Now, as born in the translation, in my humble opinion, the Greek is more correct coming from the New King James or the AV. But listen to this, what the Living Bible says. Some man brought him a paralyzed boy on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the sick boy, the sick boy, cheer up, son, for I have forgiven your sin. I think that is absolutely wonderful. Cheer up, son, for I have forgiven your sin. These men wouldn't be put off. They were determined to bring him to Jesus. You see, this man was a sinner. And my friend this morning, if you've got loved ones who are unsaved, we need to bring them to Jesus. Because only Jesus could save people from their sins. You see, we read in God's word that sin is a fountain of sickness. Look at verse 5. For which is it easy to say your sins are forgiven you? Or to say, rise up and walk that you may know the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins. Then he said to the paralytic, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Son, be of good cheer. Two things I want you to know the outcome of this. It was a gracious encouragement. This lad, this man was probably really afraid. He must have wondered, would Jesus heal me? Would Jesus forgive my sin? Would this adventure that we're on, would it be in vain? But Jesus speaks. Oh, Jesus speaks to you, each one here this morning. If your sins have not been forgiven, he says, son, daughter, your sins can all be forgiven you. What a good reason for the encouragement. Your sins are all forgiven you. Note the little word, all. Jesus never does a patch up, God. Jesus heals completely. Jesus forgives your sin completely. What does he do with your sin? He casts it behind his back, never to be remembered at all. He casts it as far as the east is from the west. He saw the faith of the friends, but he forgave the sin of the man. A cheer of pardon, son, daughter, be a good cheer. Your sins are all forgiven you. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood this morning. Do you know Christ is your saviour? Don't look anywhere else. There's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved but that of the name of Jesus. Jesus is here this morning as a living, conquering Saviour. Isn't it time we go to him and ask him to forgive our sins and to hear those wonderful words? Be of good cheer. Your sins are all 
forgiven you. Uh, secondly, be of good cheer because of God's presence. And I want to take you to Mark's Gospel that Nick read to us this morning. And I find Mark here somewhere. Mark chapter 6 and verse 50. And they saw him and were troubled, and immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. The cheer of God's presence. The, the context here is very wonderful. He had fed the 5,000 and the crowds were still flocking around and now he sends the disciples away across the Sea of Galilee and he's going to meet them on the other side. And what does he do? He goes up in a mountain to pray to his father. Um, and in this story we see this incredible picture of Jesus praying, communing with his father and disciples in the storm on the lake and they're both equally howled in his hands and they're in the father's hands a bit of good cheer because of god's presence so he sends them away in matthew 14 again you see each writer brings out something really precise and extinct and verse 14 chapter 14 and verse 24 <clears throat> but the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed with the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, if you're in the middle of the lake, and if you know anything about the Lake of Galilee, it's about seven miles across it, so they're three to four miles of land. And they're in the middle, and the wind is against them, and the storm is getting greater and greater and greater. And John, in his little gospel, says, and it was dark. And let me tell you this morning, if you're in a storm, it may not be you're in a lake, it may not be in a boat, but you are in a storm this morning in your life. Your life's in turmoil. It may be you're fearing redundancy. It may be you can't pay the mortgage. It, it may be that you can't even pay the rent. It may be this morning you're wondering where the next meal is going to come from. These things are reality in the world today, which we live. It's a real world, and we have a real saviour. And they're in the midst of the lake, and it's dark, and the wind are, waves, uh, are, are, are raging. The waves are now coming in the little boat, and Jesus saw them straining at rowing. And when you're rowing in those conditions, you're getting nowhere. Life's pretty tough. Life's pretty tough. But listen, this morning Jesus sees them. I love it. He sees them. What did Nick say this morning to us? God knows everything about us from beginning to end. Whatever we're thinking, He knows. He knows where you are this morning. He sees you in the storm of your life, whatever it is. It may be illness, it may be pain, it may be loved ones that are so poorly this morning and you don't know what to do. You're in the storm, but Jesus sees you and He sees you straining at rowing. 
and you see there's panic in the stalls. Because in verse 49, Jesus comes walking on the water. Get a hold of this, this boy. They're in a storm. Massive waves. And Jesus comes walking on the water. No wonder they thought it was guys. No wonder. And they cried out for fear. And they think it's a ghost. But listen what he says. Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. It is I, your Lord and Saviour. The one who leave, called you to leave your boats, your fishing nets. The one who called you to leave the carpenter's shop. The one who called you to leave all and take up your cross and follow me. It's I. Be not afraid. You see, there's panic in the storm when we fail to recognise Jesus. They were frightened. Don't be afraid. And while we fail to recognise Jesus, there will be panic in the storm. But he says, be of good cheer. It is I. Oh, I can stop the clock anywhere here. There's one. I, the great I am. Your God, your creator. The one who is in control of all things. I am. It's me. It's me. I'm not a ghost. Do you remember later on, and we'll just touch on at the end of the service, that when he rose from the dead, he says, handle me and see. I have flesh and blood. I'm real. I'm alive. <coughs> oh, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. I've got some glorious news for you this morning, but he's still there. He's still there. He sees them. He goes to them and Jesus speaks to them. How wonderful. Be of good cheer. It's I. I'm real, your Lord and Saviour. I'm not a ghost. I'm Jesus. The omnipresent God. The comforter. The one who delivers us from all temptation. The one who helps us in our hour of need. The one who is a present help in time of need. It's I, Jesus. What the result? He comforted their distress. How did he do that? He climbed into the boat and the wind ceased. Oh, I love it. He spoke to them, disciples, be not afraid. It is I, your Lord and Saviour. But the storm is still raging. And it isn't until he climbs into the boat, the wind ceases. I have to ask you a question this morning. Is he in the boat of your life? Is I'm the Lord of all or not, Lord at, or not Lord at all? Is he in the boat of your life? Is he central? Can you put your arms around him this morning now and say, my Jesus, if ever I loved you, tis now you're real. 
you're omnipresent, you're my Lord and you're my Saviour, you're the one never to leave me nor forsake you. They heard his voice. He comforted their distress. He said, it's I, be not afraid. And the moment he climbed into the boat, the wind says, oh, you're in a storm this morning. The way is tough. You're concerned about your loved ones. You're concerned about all sorts of things. And you are fearful and afraid. Because you don't know what the future holds. But there's more than you can know the God of the future. And it's my precious Savior Jesus. And he says, be a good cheer. It is I. Don't be afraid. And the moment he climbs into the boat, the wind ceases. An old hymn has just flashed into my mind. What a wonderful... Um, oh. So this is another one. <laughs> what a wonderful change in my life has been wrought since Jesus came into my heart. Oh, have you come to him as a sinner and heard him say, Son, be of good cheer. Your sins are all forgiven you. You know this, the, the cheer of pardon. Then you will only know the cheer of God's presence. It is I. Be not afraid, and I'll be with you in the storm of life. But lastly, be of good cheer because of God's power. Come to me to John's Gospel, so we've used all four Gospels this morning. I think John 16, verse 33. These things have I spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The cheer of God's pardon. Son, it would cheer your sins are all forgiven you. Friend, have you been forgiven? Have you asked him to be forgiven? Have you realised you're a sinner and you need a saviour? We've all sinned. We're all in the same boat. We all need to hear those wonderful words. But when life gets tough, Jesus draws near. And you're in a storm. And he says, be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. The cheer of God's presence. I was thinking during the night when I couldn't sleep of those wonderful words in Psalm 23. When you pass through the valley of the shadow of death, I will be with you. And you can squeeze his hand because he's so real. Have you got that relationship with Jesus this morning? But lastly, be of cheer because of God's power. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In the world you will have tribulation. Now there's always been a great, great debate amongst Christians and different churches and denominations when people say the Christian life is a bed of roses. Some say, oh, that's not right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you it is right. 
It is right. Because there are forms. Go and ask the Apostle Paul. And those forms hurt. Those forms are absolutely real. But listen this morning. There's a wonderful perfume who comes to know Jesus. He's the altogether lovely one. He's the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. So be a good cheer. So each child of God, you will have trouble. So don't, don't, be, don't be surprised. It will come. But listen, I have overcome the world. Look at the three eyes. It's all about Jesus, you see. What did we just sing earlier on? Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I need you. It's all about Jesus. I have overcome the world. How did he do it? Let me take you to the Garden of Gethsemane. He's been brought before Pontius Pilate. Pilate's wife says, I, this man has done nothing wrong. I can't find any wrong with this man. This man is a just and a holy man. And then he's brought before Pilate. And Pilate interrogates him with the others, the rulers at the time. And he says, I find no fault with this man. But the crowd cried out louder and louder. Crucify this man. We will not have this man reign over us. And they took him up the Golgotha Road to the, to the hill of Calvary. And they nailed him to a cross. And there they crucified him. And there were seven cries from the cross. My God, my God, why have you forgiven me? Forsaken me. God had no choice. Because his son was made sin and he was sin. And holiness cannot look upon sin. And he says, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. And this darkness for six hours. And he cried out, it is finished. Hallelujah. The price has been paid. He paid a debt I owe. He paid a price I could not do. In my place, condemned his blood. Sealed my blood. Pardoned with his blood. Hallelujah. What a saviour. It is finished. What happened? The veil of the temple was rent to the top to the bottom, never to be joined again. So the Christians like you and I this morning can have a line to God 24-7. And he's there. They took his body down from the cross. They put him in a borrowed tomb. They set a legion of angels to guard it and a massive big stone. And the Marys woke up early on Easter Sunday morning to do the thing that they always did to anoint the body with spices. And they said, how are we going to get to it? How are we going to get to the body? Who's going to roll away the stone away? And they turned the corner. And to their absolute amazement, they see the big sepulchre and the stone has rolled away and they're greeted with the voice of the angels. He's not here, or he's this. He's alive! He's alive! He was here. Come see the place where he lay, but he's risen. As he told you, he's now on the way to Jerusalem. Did you know? In our readings, why they didn't understand because their hearts were hardened. They would not believe because their hearts were hardened. And he appeared to so many 
And do you remember that night, Easter Sunday night, on the road to Nimaeus, he drew near to two and listened to what they said. Did not our hearts burn within us as he met with us by the way? In the world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Can I take you closing to Romans 8 and read three verses to you, 37, 8 and 9. Yet in all these things we more than conquerors for him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height, nor depth, or any other created thing, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. As he has triumphed, so we can triumph still. Thanks be unto God that giveth us the victory. Son, be a good cheer. Your sins are all forgiven you. If you're not saved this morning, <coughs> you need to come and seek him this morning while he may be bound. Confess your sin. Believe on Jesus and you shall be saved and have eternal life forevermore. You may be in a storm and life is tough. Be of good cheer. It is only your dear Lord and Saviour and when he climbed into the boat, the wind ceased. Be in good cheer because of God's power. In the world you will have tribulation. Don't be surprised. You will have it. But I've overcome the world. We're on the victory side this morning. We have the victory through him who loved us and gave himself can I close with a little up-to-date illustration? We've asked you to pray for Libby. Now Libby is a dear, dear friend of Mary's and ours, and you've been praying for it and thank you for your prayers. Mary texts her and sends little messages and verses of scripture every other day to her. And about a fortnight ago, she sent a text back. She says, thank you so much for your love and prayers and support. With God's help, I'll get through this. We had a phone call yesterday dinner time. Libby is on her way home from hospital for three or four days respite before she goes back for further chemo. In the world you will have tribulation. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. We're on the victory side. We're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I close by asking you three questions. Have you received pardon? Have you experienced his presence? Because in his presence is fullness of joy in his right hand and treasures forevermore. Have you got his power? 
ye shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Amen. Father, take of your word this morning. Thank you, Abel as you make a star. There's not a lot to chew about in this world in which we're living at the moment, but thank you for the free cheers of Jesus. If we're not saved this morning, may we come and that you might say, and trust you as our Saviour, believe on you, that you might say, Son, daughter, your sins are all forgiven. Lord, many here are in the storm, preacher included, devil on our backs. May we hear you say, Don't be afraid. It is I. Be not afraid. May we take you on board in our lives. Many of us know troubles. But may we hear the words of Jesus this morning and say, Be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. And Father, we want to say thank you. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Amen. 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 Amen.